Monster, monster, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. The takeover at Wrexham is nearly complete. And Tony Pulis has big plans for Sheffield Wednesday. It's Tuesday, 17th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Superfly Jimmy Peter. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your terrific Tuesday. My goodness. Oh, we've got some lovely football chat for you. Before we get to that, Luke Moore, what do you got to say for yourself? Yeah, as you can uh, probably tell from that wacky intro from Mr. Pete Donaldson sat to my left, um, we have a lot of fun bringing you this show every weekday, and we certainly hope you have as much fun listening to it as well. Um, Football chat a lot of the time. Sometimes it descends or ascends Mm -hmm. to um, the sound of a dog eating a carrot. Mm. You know, all that kind of stuff. If you do like it, then please do take the time to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts will be the main one for us for these purposes. So let's say Apple Podcasts. Five stars, it'll take you two seconds. Um, it'd be really, really helpful for us. I mean a lot. Helps the show a great deal. It's the best and most effective way you can help us um, to grow the show and to uh, bring you lots more lovely stuff. So please do do that. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts whenever you get a moment. Pause it right now. Do it. Take your five to ten seconds. Then come back to us. Marcus Speller is back to you. Thanks very much for reviewing us, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, review us now yeah. before you've listened to the rest of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's... Because you might be tempted to reduce it to a four. <laughs> don't do that. Give it a five. Write what you want in the description. I don't care, but give us five. Listen to you there. Yeah, you yeah. on the train listening. Yeah. I've seen some of the shit you've reviewed five stars. <laughs> you can review this five. It's much better. Dirty little reviewer. <laughs> right then, chaps. Uh, not that much football last night, obviously. You had a big win. Win for the US against Panama. Dockyard derby. But we did have a Pompey point on the road. Yeah, it's not a derby. It never will be a derby. The Dockyard derby ended 2-2. My goodness. Seldom do we see such uh, intense rivalry on the the (laughs) south coast of England. Well, it's so local. That's why. It it splits families. You've got your your dad and and, and the daughter Uh living in Portsmouth. And you've got the mum and the son living in Plymouth. A mere Mm, 210 miles away. I was about to say, yeah. Whatever it is. When you're in the Navy and you do something naughty, you get banned to Plymouth or vice versa. I do understand that people envisage Plymouth as Portsmouth and, and Portsmouth as being end of the road, terrible military naval towns with lots of men with tattoos. I've said ah, before, Plymouth Plym- was always the place where when your naval dad split with your mum, uh, he'd go to Plymouth. Happened like three or four times in my town. Yeah. And you yeah. How, many dads have, how many dads have you got? <laughs> yeah, that's Hartlepool. That's a long journey. Yeah, yeah I know. No wonder they go there. That's, a, that's, that's, Derby. Not, that's not local. <laughs> no. That's no. very much not no, local. No, but it was a good point for Portsmouth on the road. I think it was probably a fair result from what I saw as well. So. I'm beaten mm. away from home this season, Luke Moore. Yeah. They slip into the playoff places. <laughs> yeah. Slide. Calamitously. Slipping their way to the championship. <laughs> like Pete occasionally slides into my DMs. Yeah. Uh, Portsmouth have slid into the playoff places. Mm. Oh, and they'll be there at the end of the season yeah. and they get knocked out in the semi-final <laughs> and then we'll repeat the process. Indeed. But, you know, to, to be fair, they could do with getting a bit further up the Pompey Highway back to the championship. They, they could. and um, because Reversing up it. Because, of course... Um, Fans aren't allowed in stadiums at the moment. Fratton Park's a big deal for Portsmouth, mm-hmm. more than a lot of clubs, I would say. And the fans are not being able to air their grievances on, on match day. Yeah. And it's happening on the Instagram feed. I so I wouldn't say, recommend where, that. Where do they take it out in this Instagram mm. feed. I saw one the other day um, after Portsmouth got a draw mm. uh, that said, if Portsmouth don't announce Kenny Jackett's sacking by 10pm, this club is finished. <laughs> to be fair, is it, is it fair to say... <laughs> it's been around since 1898, <laughs> yeah. but that's the final straw. This club is finished. <laughs> it's like the Should start 
part of a Mel Gibson film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got a Should safe Kenny ja- Jacket have gone though already? Uh, he he managed to, yeah. to use a sailing analogy. <laughs> People aren't very happy with the football he plays, and mm. um, there is an, a, a reasonable amount of ire mm-hmm. happening down there. But no, again, we've started okay. We've yeah. started okay. Can, can you let me finish my sailing analogy? <laughs> Sorry, please. <yeah. clears throat> Boat. Right. Carry on, Marcus. We're asking for five star reviews, <laughs> yeah. and that's what you're turning out. Well, hopefully, that, hopefully they've already done it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So the overwhelming feeling among pe- people will hopefully just be regret, yeah. rather than anger. <laughs> if you do want a five star Portsmouth experience, get yourself down to Gunwolf Keys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Boat. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, that uh, ship has sailed, and uh, we now move on to Derby County. Um, yes, Philip Koku was uh, dismissed on the weekend. So Wayne Rooney is the is sort of player coach, really. I mean, you've got Rooney, Leon, uh, Leon, Liam Rosinha, Shay Given, and Justin Walker, who have sort of been put in temporary charge. That's a nice little consortium of managers. <laughs> Something we haven't really seen that much. You remember co-managers from back in the day? Yeah. Even Liverpool had co-managers with with Julio for a bit and, and Evans. Uh, and Evans, yeah. yeah. So you know, it was it was a thing. Um, but a consortium of managers is. is, is Are you worried um, that that amount of chefs is going to spoil the broth? I think that Wayne Rooney <laughs> is the hardest one out of all of them and will have his he will get the final say he's still um, yeah, he's still I mean still fairly trim Rooney I mean, he's playing obviously oh, yeah. for, for, for Derby as well well that's why Look, I, I, yeah partly um, I know that Philip Koku had trouble I'm going to try and say this kind of tactfully that Philip Koku had trouble getting his ideas across to the team mm-hmm. and I don't think that some of the players there thought he was the best communicator see. there's absolutely no way that um Derby County with that squad of players should be bottom of the championship. I mean, that's obscene. No. Yeah. That is obscene. But do you think with... I, I don't know what it's like nowadays, but I remember um, from from quite a few years ago, the late great Sir Bobby Robson saying that in the Netherlands when he coached there, hmm. you you make a decision and you, you have your starting 11 and the, the game... And the players are one on the opinion on it. In the, yeah. yeah, and all the subs will come and see him yeah. afterwards and go, well, hang on, we'll talk us through that, what was going on there. Yeah. Whereas in England, it's kind of like you just... right. They might moan or they might sort of be unhappy, yeah. but generally speaking, they do as they tell. I know what you mean, yeah. Poss- possibly because maybe they think a bit more about the kind of the tactics or whatever in the Netherlands. You know, that's... Yeah, quite evident from history and, and mm. the influence, mm. uh, or the more recent influence they've had on on on, on various. Uh, why are you doing that, boss? They're saying. Yeah. yeah. Why did you not bring me on? <laughs> um, this, so, so maybe with, with with I don't know if Koku if if that was a cultural thing that maybe sort of got. Well, into I way. think there's a feeling that um, among some of the players that it's a 46 game season. Mm. Sometimes I know this is going to be an old fashioned like proper you know British thing to say. Don't ask me my opinion. I'll do as I'm told. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I think. <laughs> you tell me. No. Is the manager. Yeah. is that yes we can be super technical and yes we can yeah. spend a lot of time yeah, training yeah, yeah, on techni- yeah. technique and all these bits and pieces mm. of things you want us to do in these patterns of play but it's a 46 game That's season right, yeah. the pre-season's been truncated we're going to have to battle mm. sometimes and we're not being set up to be able to do that mm-hmm. as well as the fact that he found it difficult to get his ideas across and what I do also know for a fact is that Wayne Rooney is massively popular among the players at Derby love they, that. they love him of course they do um, and I think that everyone's been really enamoured with how he's settled in with how he's put it in and how good he's been at training and all that kind of stuff and how mm. good he still is mm. um, and so um, I know that it's been talked about that Rooney really won't take permanent charge and there's been some high profile player uh, managers including Eddie Howe linked with the job mm. but um, and John Gregory I know <laughs> yeah, <wait>. yeah. <laughs> I was looking at some of the places. Eddie Howe, you think, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I'd understand that. Roberto Di Matteo was mentioned. You won think, the Champions League. You think, oh, right. Yes, I, I suppose he was there when they How's won the Champions not? League. 
Yeah, he was there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and then John Gregory. I thought, oh, Marcus John cannot get his hog out to tear across America. That, that was him, wasn't it, John Gregory? Yeah. He sort of like did was he it? Ever, I was think it John so. Gregory? Was that the Phil, Phil Brown? Phil Brown. Oh, I think I get those two mixed Similar up sometimes. Time. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, jo- I've, I, I think the John Gregory story is probably. Sorry, probably told and, and, and solved by, I've said to you guys before, mm. I've been on radio shows where someone on the radio show with me has got a text from a manager saying, can you please talk about me to link me to a job? Yeah. So I remember if John's, had, mm. John's been on the phone. Well, did Pete get a text from John Gregory there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, John Gregory has been linked and you wonder mm. whether that's going to excite the Derby fans. Possibly not. You do, you do but wonder. You know, but you know, I also heard that when Frank Lampard mm. was managing at Derby, he was so good in training mm-hmm. that it actually became quite annoying to the players as to why he wouldn't play. Just, just play. <laughs> just, You'd be brilliant. Yeah. Just play and he wouldn't. He's, t- he's, t- he's teaching the centre midfielders. Right, yeah. this is what I want you to do, right? Yeah. You arrive late and then you stick it in the corner. <laughs> Frank, just you do it. Yeah, exactly. You're it. Yeah. It's, Sometimes um, if you can't get the angle, hit it off the defender and it'll go in. Yeah. You d- <laughs> You're arriving into the box too early. How many times? Back. Yeah, it's yeah. having like a popular, talented footballer as your temporary manager a little bit. Like I know he's very um, popular with, with the squad and stuff. It's a bit tyranny at Monaco. It's, it's, a, a, bit like, it's a bad idea. It's, <laughs> it's, as Glenn Hoddle found out at, uh, I think it was at England. You I think know. Glenn Hoddle was fractionally older than Wayne Rooney is now. He, he is not that, not by much though. Um, but but people Hod- were older then, though, weren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think Hoddle at that particular uh, moment in his life was maybe not as relatable to some of the players. Yeah, as he, true. Mm. As, as, as but because people are older, people were older then. If you go back to yeah, the fifties, yeah, yeah, people yeah. were really mm. old when they were like twenty. Oh, yeah. they were, people retired at twenty-five. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and they had already had like eighteen kids. It, I think with with Rooney though, one of the one of the sort of compliments that, that you could pay to him at Derby is that, and I don't, I don't mean this in terms of he's been invisible on the pitch or anything, but the fact is sometimes you think, oh, he, Wayne Rooney is at Derby County. And what I mean by that is like the sort of media circus around it. You don't hear him, uh, you know, in the media that much. He is just going about his business. He's not sort of like, right, I'm, I'm the big man and now I'm here. Obviously the club will go up a bit in status and blah, 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 blah. Even though it's a big club and they were close to promotion the other year. Um, and I think probably the players like that, that he's mucked in. And yet you can think to yourself, hang on, this guy's record goal scorer at Manchester United is in England for crying out loud. Yeah. You know, so he's mm. had quite the career. But, I mean, the thing is, it's easy for me to say is that I don't support Derby. I don't watch him every week. And I imagine there'll be some Derby fans listening to this who are frustrated saying, well, cheers, but we're not winning any game. No, 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 of course, of course. So, but it was more to the point of the, that Rooney was popular with the players. Yeah, he so. settled in well, I think. So yeah. it makes sense uh, for him to kind of t- take a little bit of um, a charge at the moment. But of course, uh, there's a takeover uh, in the in the process at, uh, at Derby County, which is not complete. Um, and so th- 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 I think they're waiting to see um, presuming that takeover does happen if it does then obviously the uh, the proposed new owner uh, Sheikh Khalid um, will probably want to be involved in the picking of a new manager this um, chap uh, Sheikh Khalid is the cousin of Manchester City owner had a £2 billion bid for Liverpool rejected and a £350 million bid for Newcastle United rejected always there. Peter. a little bit cheaper yeah. <laughs> but I did think there was a, that too, is a big drop off too cheap apparently yeah too cheap, yeah <laughs> Because no amount of money will be enough, will it? <laughs> yeah. So um, with that in mind, uh, as I say and stress, it is a proposed takeover at the mm, moment. Yeah. Okay. Although it does look like this one uh, could go through. So um, we shall see uh, there. Um, at Sheffield Wednesday, uh, Tony Pulis is, uh, of course, the new man in charge. He's the manager. He hasn't uh, taken over the club in that kind of way. Uh, but uh, Pulis, uh, he's talking a big game. He's already talking about, I want to be back in the Premier League. And he was and he, and he was saying, you know, if we get back in the Premier League, we've got a bigger fan base than Sheffield United. We're 
we're going to be bigger than them. And then he said, but I don't want them to get relegated. I want to beat them in the Premier League. <laughs> Tony, you're 23rd currently. You're doing all your best, you're doing all your best material in the first press conference. Assemble your backroom staff. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Takes yeah. fans sheepers on, on, on from Derby. I wonder how people, I wonder how people who support a club that Tony Pulis has announced that kind of react because he's got this reputation yeah. where you're not going to play much nice football and it's a, um, you know, which, you know, which is, you know, people have their own opinion about, but he's been the coach for a very, very long time. I think it's 28 mm. years or something now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never been relegated. It's his 11th managerial post. Yeah, never been relegated either. No, that's right. Yeah. yeah um, and so, um, and, and what does Sheffield Wednesday need? Well, obviously they've had this points deduction, so they need to stay in the division first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to fancy Tony Puss to keep him organised to do that. I didn't think he did a bad job at Middlesbrough. Mm. They, they they obviously lost in the playoffs to Villa, who are, Villa, run, Villa are a good team. They're unlucky, yeah. Yeah, and um, he also sold some players for for, for decent money um, around the time. He sold um, Patrick Bamford, who we all know about now, who's Flavour of the Month. He sold Adama Traore for big money. Him and Patrick Bamford were never going to work. <laughs> well, he also, but he also sold Adama Traore. Yeah. And Adama Traore credits him. I mean, you don't have to listen to me about what, what Tony Pulis is like. want to. Well, then you're in the right place. <laughs> Adama Traore raves about Pulis. Yeah, he Pete's says, currently doing a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just looking no, at it's the football just, ramble, Pete. That's yeah. just, I just to look at um, Adama Traore's lovely oily arms. Yeah. He loves he loves Pulis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he sold uh, who else? Did he, oh, he sold um, mm-hmm. Ben Gibson, who's gone to yeah. Burnley. He's now a Premier League player for big money. So he so was able go to go in and sell all your best players. Well, he still managed to keep him top six. <laughs> he still managed to get them in the playoffs. Well, I so, think Sheffield Wednesday. I understand that they are in the position where they are because of the points deduction as well. You know, it's not been um, that bad. Looking at the table, it could be slightly misleading. But I mean, it's a shame for Gary Monk because it wasn't that long ago when he was Swansea manager, and we all thought, man, this guy. We we don't have too many um, decent uh, English managers at the moment and he could be quite something but it's not sort of he's still you know operating in the championship up until very recently so it's not exactly a failure or anything but but it's a shame for Monk uh, uh, being sacked and and, and Pulis um, he's a big name he knows what to do and I think with Sheffield Wednesday with the position they're in with the club being in a little bit of um, disarray because of that point of deduction and also one thing Pulis said when he went in there he said he couldn't believe the, the, the problems they've had with injuries and it seems like it was almost slightly sort of Systemic almost. Do you, know I mean? you remember mm. Arsenal under Wenger? They had that spell and they kept getting injuries. And mm. what on earth's going on here? Mm. And I don't know what's happening at Sheffield Wednesday, but the way other managers have, have, have talked about it and the way Pulis was talking about it as well suggests that I don't know. You know, it's it's something a bit wrong. So um, Pulis uh, says you know he wants to try and sort that out. I mean, I realise that could be a bit of a um, you know easier well, said than done, um, but it is a, it is a concern at the club. But also, you know. I don't want to be disrespectful. Sheffield Wednesday are a huge club, yeah. amazing stadium. They've done brilliantly uh, over the over the years. They've been a club. They're one of the oldest clubs around as well as we know. But you know, it's all very well saying, "Oh, we we want to win every game four 0 We want to play like Brazil nineteen seventy. Well, mm. you ain't going to fucking do that. So the best thing that can all get... Sheffield Wednesday fans go on about is Brazil nineteen seventy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, back in the day, back in the day, Marks when they were Premier League team, yeah, of course, were, uh, Chrissy Waddle, Chrissy all the rest of Waddle. it. But but Trevor Francis, as we as we've heard from on the round before, Des Walker um, in the back, exactly. But at the moment, <laughs> standard division. Simple as that. Stay in the division. Yeah, Tony yeah. Pulis, if I said to someone, right, you, you're in serious danger of getting relegated, mm-hmm. do you want to have a manager now managing you who's never been relegated before? Yes, please. Yeah. Two. <laughs> I love two of them. Reggie Blinker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Former Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. We could do this for a while. David Hurst, Guy yeah. Whittingham. Yeah. You know, any more for any more? The Corporal. Yeah. As he's known at Portsmouth. Paul Warhurst. Yeah. Andy, Andy Booth. Lee Briscoe. <laughs> <laughs> I could go all day. Let's talk about Carbone. Yeah, Benita Di Canio as well. Um, Alex Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Richie Humphrey. That's the time to move on. Um, 
um, gentlemen, um, yes, uh, something that we're, we're, we're very enamoured with is Jose Marino's Instagram uh, feed. He's not let us down when he uh, posted a picture of him in the gym. And the caption said, amazing week of football. Talking about international, uh, the international break. Great emotions in the national team matches. Superb friendlies and total safety. And total safety. Yeah. Total safety. <laughs> It's um, it's very positive from from Jose Mourinho, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, I'm oh, glad you enjoyed, enjoyed yeah. it, Jose. Yeah. Other than sort of England being a little bit uh, stunted, you know, I, I had a good time as well. And then he goes on to say, COVID test results after matches have been played, randomers running on the pitch. Uh, while team sessions are taking place and much more after another training session with only six players it is now time to take care of myself sounds like he's going to have a wank (laughs) doesn't it not on the bus I'm taking care of myself (laughs) sounds like he's about to give himself a little treat (laughs) everyone's away nobody's here (laughs) it's time for me the randomers have gone it's time to make love to someone I really care about. Yeah. <laughs> Getting one of his assistants to sit on his own hand. Oh, Peter. Not his own hand, on the, his hand. Yeah, you take it. You know what, you, that wasn't the problem. Right, okay. You take it down to the gutter. You, you literally were talking about onanism like five seconds ago. Marcus, it sounds worse when Pete does it, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Because it's, oh, like it's, like it. it's real. It's more likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah. So uh, Mourinho's been uh, piping off there, which is which is very very Pete, piping off. Do you have any? Um, do you have any opinions <laughs> so to speak. on? Do you follow Jose on Instagram? I don't know. No. Why not? Because um, literally every every breath that man takes yeah. is retweeted by every fucker on Twitter. Right. So yeah, don't true. need to. Let's yeah. let's move on then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be jealous of his follower count. <laughs> don't be jealous of my blue tick. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you have got a blue tick, oh, haven't you? you? Do yeah. He's got a blue tick. I've got it. Nick that off. <laughs> I inherited it from my father. Um, He's still alive, your dad. Oh, uh, good news from you, Peter, though, is uh, you're up and running with your moped. Oh, yes. I am, yeah. Set a little gift Ghost rider. Yeah. Ghost rider. (laughs) Yeah. I figured out where the battery goes. Managed to plug that in. Born to be mild. (laughs) (laughs) It's not legally registered for the road, so I've got to get that sorted out before I'm allowed out. Uh So, you know. Excellent. I've been up and down the dirt track in front of the house. Yeah, in front of your your mansion. Motocross madness with Donaldson. (laughs) In the courtyard or whatever. Is it true that you're going to be the the main person in the reboot of the Amiga game Paperboy? (laughs) I'll tell you what. Yeah, but Deliveroo. Hmm. Are you going to be the delivery yeah, driver is that what you've got it driver, yeah. love that don't oh, I just want the jacket they're cool yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to go to a rave in a delivery jacket oh we've talked about jacket jacket out okay <laughs> um, yes uh, oh it's all the people uh, piping off on uh, social media Mido 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 former mm. Egypt striker of course I do Spurs yeah. Middlesbrough as well. Remember yeah. the aristocracy, I think, if I remember rightly. Oh, yeah, he had a Did few. Did it? Lost it last year. Did he lose it again? He's gigantic. For yeah, a while, I know yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, he absolutely loves it. Um, he's <laughs> he's uh, also commenting on what happened at the international break, and he said England need a proper manager. They are wasting their time with Southgate. I remember him at Middlesbrough. He was scared to death when we were fighting relegation. To be, fa- to be fair, he didn't have his badges when he started. It's managing. also a great shout to find someone that doesn't like Gareth Southgate because it's well, quite hard to find someone. Yeah. When you say he didn't have his badges, Mido does sort of pause for a moment and says, True, it was his first job. <laughs> but these things never change. Mido, I mean, when you, people can improve. Yeah. When, you were, when you were at Bury, you couldn't displace all Alfonso Alves, oh, for fuck's sake. I knew him when he was you, three you, and you, he couldn't <laughs> even kick the ball. And people don't change. Well, he, he, he ran away from the Demetar uh, Berbatov challenge. 
at Spurs and then buggered off to Middlesbrough, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Well, then he finished uh, his rant by saying, if you were scared of losing a football match, you will always be scared of losing a football match. That's true. I mean, to be fair, he probably watched the England game against Belgium. People mm. can toughen up, though. That Southgate, though? Yeah. Southgate's probably hell, tougher than people hell, give him credit Hell, yes, oh, yeah. I'm tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who was that? Yes, I'm tough. That was Edward yeah. 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 yeah, and he had a bacon sandwich and the world ended. <laughs> how we miss you, Ed. How we mm. miss you. Um, so, uh, poor old Southgate. Uh, but there we are. Oh, chaps, let's uh, finish the Stracken first. in. <laughs> Stracken <laughs> Borough. <laughs> or Stracken England. In. That would be a strange bit, <laughs> wouldn't it? Um, let's finish the first half with the Carlos Tevez update. He got a yellow card three seconds into uh, a Boca game the other night. And <laughs> my goodness. It should have been a red. It would have been the fastest red in history from the beginning of the match. Or let me rephrase that. It should have been yeah. a red. <laughs> uh, the fastest red. The referee red. was like, can I do this? Yeah. Can I do this? It's an absolute <laughs> shocker. He wouldn't have even felt like he'd played. No. <laughs> That's the thing about it. Three seconds in. Steven Gerrard-esque. First in one's the for free. <laughs> You're not playing in like the the first division in 1986. How did, how did it happen? Like how? What did he actually do? Just piled in. He goes in, studs up on the back right. of the calf, I think it was. But yeah. it was like, from straight yeah. from the kickoff. Oh man, it's, it's what you want to see, though, isn't it? It's, it's what, what you want to see. Put a marker down. <laughs> not even Vinny Jones was that rough for crying out loud. He was. Some of Vinnie Jones' challenges, yeah, if you look back true. now on YouTube, are an absolute disgrace. Vinnie Jones, yeah, Vinnie yeah. Jones just isn't a footballer. <laughs> Wasn't a footballer. Not anymore. Never been up now. It, it, that's 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 harsh. That is harsh. At Leeds United, he was actually he, he, he could play a bit, he, but he was once ridiculous. he got that reputation, that's all he was. What about he's a joke of a football? What about that volley at Highbury against Arsenal when Wimbledon won one? Played in goal, did really well. Yeah, yeah. that was at Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any I mean, more evidence? Wanna... The evidence is piling up. One, vo- one volley, won the World one... Cup in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not about that, didn't you? Hey? Four-time World Player of the Year. Yeah. Oh yeah, scored a hundred goals in one season. He was an X-Men. Or X-Man, would you say that? Oh, I'm an X-Man. I think Marcus, I think Pete's forgetting that Vinnie Jones was yeah. first man on the moon. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And I'll end the first half by saying... Oh, it's... no, don't end the first half. Oh, no, not Sorry. at all. We're going to just do one big this, half. I was out for a walk last week and I saw Jason Statham. Okay, right. Cause... Similar. Similar to Vinnie Jones. Probably getting... Uh, yeah. They're probably in a film together, weren't they? <laughs> probably well, I mean, film I mean, I mean they were. They, they were yeah. factually in at least two films together. Yeah, right? oh, they were Lockstock, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Snatch, yeah. There you go. So I'm oh. just saying, I'm adding more to the conversation. <laughs> you really are. You're welcome. Yeah. Appreciate it. Grist that. to our mill. Five stars. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's been emotional. <laughs> As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. 
If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. That is from the 1990 show Netbusters featuring the late Eric Hall. Monster Monster. Indeed. Eric Hall um, was a bit of a character to say the least. (laughs) He was a huge character. (laughs) And and a lot of our younger listeners probably won't know much about him, but he was, I mean, to me at least, probably to all of us here, the first agent you could really remember yeah, right? and when when the Premier League exploded and it became full of mm. full of money Eric Hall was front and centre with a massive cigar on the go and, and I reckon uh, he showered with that cigar in his mouth oh, he yeah. was always there and, and the English what I like about when, when obviously there's a lot of tweets about that and a lot of like um, actually not as many tweets as you'd expect because obviously uh, I guess uh, young, younger people don't know about him but like people like Paul Walsh tweeted um, just heard the passing of Monster Monster Eric Hall. If you're young and you don't really know who Eric Hall is, it sounds like he, he ran a boys' home badly or something. Yeah, monster. <laughs> monster, yeah. monster, monster. Yeah, I know what you mean. But he was this kind of like larger than life kind of agent character. Always, always the guy on the goal. But he would just deliver Monster Monster. Like, as punctuation. Yeah. That was his catchphrase. Monster Monster was. <laughs> but it started out as being saying, I had a monster good time last night. It was yeah. like a kind of a descriptive kind yeah. of very 90s. adverb. Yeah. The 90s was a bit like that. These sort of like like mad for it or yeah. these sort of odd sort of ickle yeah. or these yeah. sort of little yeah. catchphrases or words. He had a uh, uh, Monster Monster. Eric Hall had a gold bonus written into Dave Peasant's. Yeah, that's a great story. Dave Peasant's contract. Do you hear that story? No. He went into a meeting. He, apparently, he didn't know much about football, right? He's yeah, started he's, off being a music agent, didn't he? Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He Came in, yeah. The Dave Besant one's brilliant. He just went, we went up to yeah, like Dave. He was managed. He was obviously looking after a couple of other footballers. Mm-hmm. Dave Besant rang, rang him up, and went, "Look, can you look after this uh, contract? I'm being signed to Newcastle in the, in the late eighties." And he went up, and uh, he was in, in in the meeting, and he goes, "I've got a great guy. I, I, he definitely needs nine grand goal bonus. He needs a nine grand goal, mm-hmm. goal bonus." And he's like, "I'm a keeper. I'm a keeper, Eric." <laughs> I think I heard I heard that Newcastle just signed. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah you can have that. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't sound like Newcastle, does yeah. it? He's yeah. on pens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's out of it. Oh dear. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this.
got an email no. from Jerome Snyers. Uh, hi, Ramblers. Uh, last Wednesday, you talked about Danny Drinkwater putting together a portfolio of his best goals and performances. This made me think of Istvan Bax, or the Google striker, as he is known in Belgium. Uh, KV uh, reached uh, were in dire need of a left winger, and their coach came up with Bax as an option by simply, simply Googling uh, the word Linkernwala, uh, which translates as a left striker. He came, he saw, and he conquered. He scored 17 goals in 58 mm. games for the average side. He was uh, promptly signed by Racing Genk where he fell off a cliff and only ended up playing a handful of games. He recently signed for uh, uh, Side Hook at uh, 34 which he played, uh, who he played for for uh, 14 years ago. He, he played for them 14 years ago rather, sorry. Uh, keep up the good work and thank you for dragging our sorry asses through uh, this godforsaken year. From Belgium with love, Jeron. Mm, yeah, and um, KV Courtright are mm. owned by Big Vinny Tan. He of the oh. trousers. Oh. A Vincent Tan, a Vincent Tan. He was he obsessed with red? Was that Vincent Tan? Yes, it was, yeah. Mm. He yeah. of the trousers. Yeah, big mm. high trousers, remember? Oh. Yeah, he did, yeah. Oh, second lovely. Vinny to get a mention on the show. So many Vinnies. Vinny Tan. Such little time. Yeah, I know, blimey. Mm. Uh, how about that? Well, speaking of uh, people we know taking over football clubs and that, yeah. um, Hollywood is very close to coming to Wrexham. At the time of recording, the deal hasn't been uh, completed yet, but we're very, 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 very close uh, indeed. Um, so, Yes, 98.6% of those who voted within the Supporters' Trust voted in favour, of course, of, uh, of Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney taking over at the club. I mean, this is quite incredible. You know, it was just over 2,000 Trust members who were eligible to vote. 1,809 approved. 26 were against and nine abstained. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not getting involved in this. Who <laughs> were the nine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we should also say that we are contractually obliged to say that Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. We have to say he's Canadian because if you don't, all the Canadian listeners will get pissed off. Because I think um, people assume he's American. Yeah, because uh, he is. <laughs> he's Canadian. Um, he's Yeah, and Andy Murray's English. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Did, so, he, did you see Andy Murray's reaction at the Scotland uh, result? Is he loving it? He probably went, not bothered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was going to say totally massively bothered, but didn't show it. It's probably uh, yeah. the, 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 the crux of it. Yeah. Um, Apparently, according to producer Charlie, on this very show, we called Ryan Reynolds American for two weeks. Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> mm. I'm still go. doing it. I didn't come really know, and get me. I didn't really know who Rob McElhenney was. Yeah, have I, you not seen? Uh, it's always sunny I in Philadelphia. I haven't. No. Yeah, he's a, this Canadian bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, they, they, they're going to be uh, taken over by the looks of it. I mean, it's great news for um, fans of online social media content because they've already released some pretty interesting, fun videos, as mm. you'd expect. Yeah, Pete's yeah. got his Deadpool costume ready to go, haven't you, Pete? Well, mm -hmm. they're playing Hartlepool tonight, so as the Wrexham uh, Twitter page said, Deadpool to Hartlepool. Yeah, tonight. nice. Mm. And can you, can, you, can you see it if it happens? Can you see a load of fans kind of getting dressed up in their Deadpool gear and to, to go to games? Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah, undoubtedly. I mean, when you're allowed to go to games again. But... I mean, I've got a little bit of an experience, a bit of experience uh, having a club run by an actual meme. Um, I'd, I'd like to say it probably doesn't end well. Rex, uh, no. <laughs> um, I didn't realise they've been under fan ownership since 2011, after they were relegated from the Football League in 2008. They're one of those kind of clubs that uh, everybody around them in in that league mm. are okay on the pitch but terribly run <laughs> they're, t they're, they're quite well run yeah. training ground accepted but they're, they're just absolute trash on the pitch they, they do need a change trash <laughs> trash <laughs> Um, Absolute trash. Well, they they entered an administ administration around that time. You sort of, you know, as I say, after they were relegated and all mm. that. And the, the supporters really played an enormous part in saving them. They've I mean, got they, a huge fan base. Oh, they for do. That area, like, yeah. I mean, and, and the amount of 
amazing players that have come through yeah. that area. Well, it's a huge so. history. It formed in 1864. Yeah. You know, we can remember them going sort of, you know, who did they beat? Was it Arsenal in the FA Cup that time? And, yeah. Mm. Um, you know, Wrexham were one of those sides. They were very much stalwarts of the Football League. So to see them go out and stay out yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is a bit of a shame. But the fans were so important in, in saving that club. Um, so it, it is a funny one because we talk, you know, fan ownership is something that, you know, I think we football fans generally would like to see more of. And and it's a very admirable thing. So to see them now being taken over well, uh, is is obviously like the fans want that. They've voted, you know, ninety eight point six percent speaks volumes. Do you not think it's like they were poor? They, they could have gone down again. Yeah. If if well, they, I, like oh yeah, no, I don't know much about the Wrexham situation specifically, but in, obviously I I support sure. a club that was fan owned, uh, and um, the problem I think is can be that it's very difficult to maintain the investment maintain the money you might need so Portsmouth were able to generate enough investment to own the club fan owning quote the mm. club um, for, for, because it was a combination of a load of different fans putting a little bit of money in and some wealthy fans putting mm. a bit more in but the problem was they were then faced with a huge amount of money as a bill that they had to pay for, for I think for stadium renovation or something yeah. like that I don't have the information in front of me but it was something to do with the health and safety mm-hmm. improvements needed to be made I just don't think they had the money yeah. they needed to then find it from somewhere else which is why they're now owned by Tornante. So um, it could be a similar situation. And and for those who are thinking, oh, Ryan Reynolds is an actor, how has he got so much money? I think he sold like a gin company. Yeah, Jim, it, Jim was talking about this. Yeah, he's, he's a serial, he's, serial yeah. entrepreneur, isn't he? He mm. sold that gin company to Diageo for $600 but it, million. But, dollars. but, but mm. again, there's the money. He doesn't have that money. Who's got it? He may make... He's uh, got enough money for Wrexham. Let's agree he, on that. Yeah, he's got enough to put to, well, one million and one million for the other block. He sort of go, is two million... They don't have a training ground at the moment. Mm. That's that's a training ground for me, mm. two, million, two million quid. So what, like... They've got huge growth potential. Have you got a training ground? <laughs> the way you said that was like, you've What's got a £2 million pound training ground. Where's the dirt track he rides? The moped. Yeah, exactly. You're doing the moped round. I've got tra- You're wasting my, your money on that's that. That's my CBT training ground. <laughs> that's how I got it. But um, you got that lottery winner, Michael Carrier, the whole dirt track put inside his yeah, house. I'd, say so. I'd love that. Yeah. I'd love to win the lottery. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. And I'd buy Wrexham. <laughs> well, off them. Yeah. yeah. I'll take it from here. But, but you do worry that is £2 million with the stuff they've got to buy and the changes they need to make on the field, is that enough mm. to get them back in the league and yeah. keep them in the league for, for, for very long? Have they got enough of bibs? Yeah. Have balls. they got enough bibs? Balls. Basic. Yeah, bibs, exactly. balls and Cones. basics. Yeah. I remember the big. there was a big story when Portsmouth were in big financial trouble back in the... Not even the time you everyone will recognise, but before that, back in the 90s, and there was a big story on the back of the um, of the evening news, which is a local Portsmouth newspaper, saying that um, the players are having to re-wash their own jock straps. Oh dear, that's how Ooh. bad it's got. So, is it jock strap bad? Mm. That's what you should be asking. Well, hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully. I imagine Ryan Reynolds likes to sport a jock strap. Mm. But I think you know, <laughs> where does that come from? He just, just seems like quite a he's quite a muscly, personable mm. man. Right. Yeah. I think he'd be comfortable in a walking strap. around a dressing room yeah. in a jock strap. Well, and we know right. a lot of Americans like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> North Americans. Yeah. Um, he is again Canadian, and I'm mm. doing you a favour here. No, no, he's North American. Yeah, keep keep going. Yeah, keep going. He is North American. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot Ameri- of North Americans are uh, investing in European football. One thing Hannah don't like is when you call them America's hat. You do that all the time. I don't. Mm. Uh-huh. I, I don't call them that. I don't. You have on this show. That's the the reason I know that 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 slur exists because of you saying it on this if, show. If, if Canada is America's hat, what's Mexico? I'm not getting involved in that. Pete, what's what? If if Canada is America's hat, Mexico. America's pants. <laughs> I'll just say America's beard because it looks a bit like a beard. Okay, yeah, fair. The face is the America, and the yeah. hat is the Canada, and the beard could be the bottom. What's Jamaica? A little bee. 
buzzing yeah. around. Buzzing around. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you know um, Mindy Kaling? Uh, you know, Kelly Kapoor in the office, mm. the US office, and obviously star of the Mindy Project. Uh, she's a shareholder at Swansea City. I like it. Yeah. I, I want to see a war of words. <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> Get them all in. Get all the all the big stars into into Welsh clubs and uh, see them all kick off against each other. Although few divisions separate them, of course. But good luck to old Wrexham. See how that will uh, pan mm. out, uh, gentlemen. I'd like to finish the show by talking about a man who went from handball to international football. At the start of the year, Hilmar Leon Jakobsen represented the Faroe Islands at handball. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say Faroe Islands, people just sort of go, oh, OK. Well, yeah. So, to international striker, bracket sort of. Yeah, and now he's up front for Italy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. But he was told him he can't use his hands. I smell a sitcom. <laughs> yeah, for, I love this. From handball to, to international football. I, I love watching handball. Handball's one of those things at the Olympics you watch because it's the closest thing to football. Yeah, and it's yeah. really exciting. You do get football at the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but do you that's understand? That's not on. Do you understand yeah, the rules of handball? Uh, you got to chuck it in the net. It's one of those weird sports where you it looks like they're breaking all the rules all mm. the time. Right. No but, feet. Yeah, they run really close to the goal and just launch it into the goal with their hands. Mm. It's a bit of a hapless task being a goalkeeper yeah. at handball. Mm. Yeah. I know what you mean, yeah. He said, I've always wanted to be a footballer, but doctors advised me to stop at the age of 17 because I had to go undergo a hip operation. They said playing handball would be better for my health, and that was extremely disappointing to hear at the time. Well, get a load of Jakobsen, eh? Mm. Yeah. Two fingers to the doctors. Yeah. And uh, they were just advising him, to be fair. They weren't trying yeah. to crush his dreams. Um, uh, and, and, and he's there. He's been playing up front for the Faroe Islands. Marvellous stuff. Um, so he said, I'm fully dedicated to football. So, you know, a little shout out to the Pharaohs. Mm. Yeah, apparently 12 goals and five assists in 17 games. Yeah. For his club. For his club. For his club. Yeah. He's a legend in the Faroe Islands. Yeah. That was the game. <laughs> but he's still, play- I mean, he's still relatively recently playing mm. handball as well. He played handballs in January against right. Lithuania. And yeah. handball's one of those sports that's really big in certain parts of Europe, isn't it? Yeah, mm. quite a lot of Europe as well, yeah. It's, like, it's like basketball's massive on the continent. Places like Italy, Greece, Greece yeah. Turkey, Spain. Spain. Yeah. Absolutely huge, you know. Yeah. Whereas there we're all go. about the football, which is why we're so damn good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we had the excuse that there was like loads of other sports we were also into, I suppose cricket, but we we're kind of average at that as well. Tennis, right? uh, te- yeah, tennis as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Oh dear yeah. me, yeah. Well, well done that man. You see, mm. people hate international football, but you know, people like Hill Marley on the Jacobson, you know, they're, they're living the dream, and they're still giving us stories to talk about, exactly. isn't it, Mark? Because the international exactly. sto- the international football tale is wagged, <laughs> and hopefully it wags all the way through till this Friday's preview show. You're damn right. <laughs> no, there's some football tonight, isn't there? There's Croatia, is. Portugal. It's a big games. Germany Spain. Germany, Spain. That'll be a watchable mm. game. Oh, it sure. will be. And then, of course, England are back against Iceland on Wednesday night. Yeah. For another goal fest. You <laughs> <laughs> know. I, I was a bit disappointed I didn't get to wax lyrical about England yesterday. Go on, have a go. I don't think they were very good. Have a little spin. I think people I think people were, were going way over the top. <laughs> Which people? Uh, the people that I witnessed saying that England were good. Yeah. Some of them said that. I mean, Harry Kane said we were fantastic. Yeah. Because it was only a 2-0 loss. Well, I kind of understand it from Harry Kane because he's the captain of England and he's got to mm. kind of tub thump a little bit. Well, yeah, he's not going to just kind of go, well, that was a bit drab. But the thing is, have you seen on the Amazon documentary, Kane pipes up quite a lot. Spurs one, obviously. Yeah, he, he, he speaks about... Um, it's a really interesting bit where Mourinho's talking about the players being doing something wrong or being too nice or whatever. And it's a team meeting mm. and Kane sat there in front of everyone. And he mm. says, it's not good enough. It always happens. It's excuses. I'm fed up of it kind of thing. Mm. And it's kind of quite jarring because you think of Kane as being like an unimpeachably lovely man. Yeah. But obviously, he's a very driven, ambitious guy. So it wouldn't be a huge surprise for him to come out afterwards and say, look, 
this wasn't good enough. But I can understand from a player's point of view why he thought they played well because they did have a lot of the ball and they mm. controlled a good amount of possession. I just think within the context that Belgium, one, didn't give a shit, two, mm. easily were tuned up and three, England didn't recreate anything. It's becoming a bit of a pattern now, so I'm not I'm not hugely enamoured. I don't think the Iceland game will tell us too much, but you know they need to settle pretty quick on what they want to mm. do because at the moment it's set piece reliable reliable too too much, and also um yeah they, they can't they can't just turn Grealish into some kind of Ersatz Gaza character mm. and hope he carries us to glory. You see that well, we can hope that. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say yeah. that flick was amazing. It was. I don't, I don't want to be a dickhead about it. That was a brilliant flick. I found it odd in that documentary when Harry Kane like was swearing. Right, let's everything, let's go, lads. Yeah, so, yeah. You say, oh, I didn't expect. <laughs> so like when you hear it happen. Yeah. So right, if you yeah. hear David Beckham swear, which you never do, but when he's statue, mm. that when it was. Um, it was probably James Corden or somebody like mm. that, but somebody uh, they unveiled a statue at LA Galaxy, but it was rubbish, a piss take. Yeah, yeah. And he was like effing and blinding about it. It was yeah. like, oh, this is the real day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All you've got to do is mug him off with a yeah. statue, yeah, and exactly. then he's uh, and then he's uh, all sweary becks. That Jack, that Jack Grealish flick was very much like um, you know not being able to go to a restaurant, <laughs> but being able to eat a Mars bar. Well, right, yeah. It's, 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 it's a little, little thing you can enjoy. It. Yeah, it's great. It's a nice little disposable mm. bit of enjoyment. Get it on the gifts. Yeah, I but... mean it is better than winning the game. It's <laughs> <laughs> any game. We get look. We get we get a week off next October or something. I tell you now, the, 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 the year we've had. If you just if you if you could get into a situation where legally people are allowed to go to bars again, and you piled everyone into a bar like you did yeah. in summer twenty eighteen. Oh, it would be but beer the, all over the place. On the big three, you just showed that gift. People would be happy with that. Everyone That's would be the level we've got to now. He's coming. Yeah. Oh, see that? Play the gift again. Play it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lovely old job, right, ladies and gentlemen? On tomorrow's show, it's Kate Vish and Pete. You're back, Peter. Scootering oh. back in for another one. You're wearing a delightfully champagne pink number today. You're going to wear that again tomorrow? Uh, no, because uh, the way I sweat probably uh, make it all stinky. Have you not got another layer under the jumper? No. Oh, that is unbelievable. Do you you Why don't you come in in your leathers? You scoot your leathers. <laughs> <laughs> Me Kevlar jeans. Can you, Pete, if, 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 if you would be so kind, because we've got cameras and people can watch mm. us on social, mm-hmm. it, could you do a whole show of just an open face helmet? <laughs> That'd be lovely, that. Actually, Who's how under I, there? How would I put my headphones on the outside of the helmet? Because yeah. the helmet I bought is massive. It makes yeah. me look like a big light bulb. Have you have you got um, a, 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 a tattoo, which is like a flaming skull now? Yeah. <laughs> I've, st- I've joined a biker gang. If anyone wants to buy some speed. Yeah, but you've got a scooter. You joined a scooter gang. Yeah. And you're going around going, Scooters! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is your favourite film, Quadrophine? Right, we're, we're finishing. <laughs> 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 Thank you very much for listening to the show, everybody. We, we didn't talk about a Brazilian football getting attacked by ants but we had time to take the piss out of my scooter yes. unbelievable yeah, we'll get, get, get off we'll do, do it tomorrow. tomorrow we'll do, do it, it tomorrow. tomorrow tomorrow right look forward to that ladies and gentlemen <laughs> teaser trailer that thank you, Luke Moore. Man. thank you very much thank you Pete Dawson Ant-Man. thank you ladies and gentlemen have a good one vroom vroom this was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network